If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. So oftentimes we have people that come into City Hall that want to be helpful and they'll either want to be helpful or they'll have a great list of suggestions that could be helpful to the city. But it's really rare when we have someone who actually wants to be helpful, has great suggestions, and actually makes it happen on their own. So I'm here today with Tammy Worston. She is the person who Kaysville can credit to bring pickleballs to our city, pickleball courts to our city. So Tammy, thanks for being here. So excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope I have something of value to say. I'm not sure. You absolutely (laughs) do. I mean, all the time people will say, well, I want to do this or I want to do this or I want to see something happen. And it's just really rare. In fact, honestly, I've never seen the type of fundraising efforts that you were able to generate ever in Kaysville. So tell us the story. Will you take us back in time and tell us how the pickleball courts came to be? Yes, yes. So first of all, I'm just going to say I've been a tennis player my whole life, ever since I was 16, and we raised our family in Farmington. And when we moved to Kaysville, we had uh, lived in an HOA, and they had a sport court that nobody knew a game to play on it. It had the tennis court surface, and we would take our tennis courts, our tennis rackets over and, and try to play tennis on it, and it was just too small. It wouldn't work. And so we were down in St. George one time waiting to get on a tennis court, and we saw a family playing pickleball on a court right next to it. And we said, what is that game? We thought that might be the perfect solution to our sports court. And so they told us it was pickleball. So we came home, looked it up online, and my husband uh, got the dimensions down, and we would go draw on our, our sport court with chalk, the dimensions. And then we started playing pickleball there. And... Um, Pretty soon, uh, a year or two later, we noticed that Mount Ogden Park had announced that they were building pickleball courts. We were so excited about that. And so at that time, that was the only place other than our little sport court that we could play. And shortly after that, um, uh, Bountiful City resurfaced a couple of unused tennis courts and and then so then we had those two places that we could play but the ones in bountiful were were in just really bad shape and pretty soon the old cracks from the tennis court started coming back and so we had either the bad courts in bountiful or we'd have to go clear to mount ogden to play and um so my husband said to me one time we ought to talk to caseville and see if they would be willing to look at doing some pickleball courts in our city so we went and approached vance garfield the Parks and Rec's um, director yes, prior yes. to Cole. And suggested that to him, and he just said, what is pickleball? And he had a committee there with them, too. I know, um, I think Chris uh, Willie was there, and I think Cole Stevens was there, and, and nobody had heard of pickleball. And so first we had to sell them on what the idea was. that it's a fun game, and, and would they be willing to, you know, let us have some pickleball courts in in Kaysville. And I guess the first time we approached him, we wanted to maybe do some indoor courts in the the gym there. 
And oh, they the were, old fire station? Yeah, yeah, Parks and the Rec. old fire station. And they were very open-minded to that because they said nothing was was being used during the day. And they thought that might be a good daytime activity. Um, they didn't have um, any funding to buy nets. So we said, well, we'll donate the nets. And they said, if you'll come and tape the lines, uh, if there's enough interest, we will paint the lines next, you know, season. To, to make them And permanent. so we, okay. we taped the lines, purchased the nets and brought them in. And we started teaching people like crazy because we wanted those lines to be permanent on that gym floor. You and your husband? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so we had a great time teaching people. And it's not very long before people discover they're addicted to pickleball. So I always try and warn people when I teach them the game, when you pick up a paddle, just know you might be addicted. You might like yeah, it. Yeah. So um, anyway, that went well. And we asked the city if we could run some leagues, pickleball leagues. And they said, yes, you sure can. So we would, um, I would run the leagues during the day. And then on Friday nights, like Thursday nights and Friday nights, we would run beginning pickleball leagues for anyone that just wanted to learn the sport. And we'd go on for like maybe four weeks or six weeks or something like that. And so it wasn't long before we thought, you know what? We need some outdoor courts here in Kaysville now. So we, again, asked Went to the city, the city okay. and um, we're told we just don't have the funding for that. And so um, maybe every six months or so, we would ask them again, is it, is it a possibility we could have some courts? No, nope, no funding. And um, so I, we decided that, well, maybe we should just go say, how about if we earn half the money, if we raise half the money? So um, we were advised to get a committee. To, we were advised to get a city council person Present. in the meeting okay. along with the city rec people okay. and, and talk to him about that. So we got um, Chris Snell. At the time, and then Who the was on city council, the yeah, and then the was it the Parks and Rec board? Board, okay, yes. And so we met with them and and just said, "How about if we earned half? Then would you?" And Chris said, "I think that's you'd have a pretty good chance of doing that if you went that route." Okay, and so we he said, "Form a committee and um, see what you can do." Right. Which is in, so impressive because a lot of people get, they don't even get that far really. But but when the discussions happen, you know, form a committee, raise half the money, then people tend to just sort of lose interest kind of quickly because that's a lot of work. Right, right. So what did you do from that point? Well, I knew that once people knew about pickleball, they would be so on board. I knew this would be an, an easy sell once they knew. And so I asked Chris, I said, can you give me some other ideas of people in the city that might play pickleball? Because I only know the people in my little neighborhood that play. And he said, how about my dad, George? I said, I would love, I would love for George to, to partner up. And he became my number one support, a stellar individual to have on the committee. And I was so grateful for him. He was with, with us from day one, clear till the very last day. And, uh, just such an incredible man, incredible family that I never knew before that first meeting with Chris Snell. And so grateful for, for that and relationships that you build when you put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, and then we also, I also got Larry Moon on the committee. He is a local senior pro 
from East Layton. Pickleball I, Pro? Yes. Really? Yes. And I thought that will definitely give our give committee credibility, credibility within our pickleball community. So they'll know it's just not Tammy Smart. out there asking people for money. So with those two individuals and then a few others that were just willing to help, which I'm so grateful for, we were able to to get out there and, and come up with some ideas to, to raise funds. How did you do it? Did you have local events that you sponsored or picnics or? Oh, there were so many things, Tammy. I just, <laughs> I should call you mayor. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> uh, so many things that we did. We, we came up with all different kinds of ideas. Um, I remember buying a brick. Okay. Yes. So yes, yeah, that was a that big was thing. Part of the fundraiser. That was right? a big thing. So you know, for a hundred dollars, they could have their name on a brick. For two hundred, a double brick. For five hundred, their name on a bench. For a thousand, they could be a uh, bronze medal donor. For two thousand, they could be a silver medal donor. For three thousand, a gold medal donor. And then, if they wanted to have their name actually at the court site, they could pay for the half of the court, which at that time was 25000 25. So half okay. would be 12500 to have their name on the court. Oh, gosh. And okay. um, Bowman's Market, I cannot say enough about them. They, Because of George's wonderful re- reputation, he knew the owners, and they let us come in and um, set up tables in there and advertise our fundraising campaign. And a, a paddle company called Engage Pickleball they would sell me their paddles at half price, and I was able to sell them at full price oh. in Bowman's Market. So we probably had seven or $8,000 come our way just because of that opportunity. And, um, uh, and then people would, would at least recognize what we were doing. And we also had a sign-up sheet. If you want to learn to play pickleball, sign up right here. We will contact you. And, and that's what we did. We had a list of many, many names of people that wanted to, to play. And then we had a donation jar. Um, How long did it take? From... Um, a lot less than I thought. At the time we started, it just seemed like a daunting task to look ahead. It seems overwhelming. It, it, it does. It really did. And there were times I was teary-eyed and I thought, what have I gotten myself into? If we, you know, maybe we had you know, $17,000 and we had 150 as our goal. And I just remember thinking, what have I gotten myself into? I can't turn back now. I mean, I've got people's You've got money. money right? I have got to. So uh, George and I pounded the pavement. We went to business to business together. And uh, we contacted people that we knew that might be um, interested in, in that. And we taught a lot of people to play pickleball because back then a lot of people didn't even know what pickleball was, just like our mm-hmm. own you know, city recreation people did. And then we thought, well, once we teach them, then, you know, they will know. they right? Yes, and yes. Yeah. And supporters. I, we did so many little things even. My husband would buy would buy um, tennis skirts at thrift stores for uh, $5, and I would sell them to our pickleball community for $10. Really? I mean, and we even probably that. had uh, $1,000 or $2,000 come our way just by selling used tennis skirts to our pickleball community. And... Um, the, the city was so gracious at one point to let us, as our fundraising committee, actually put on a pickleball tournament. And so, actually, that came the second go-around. Sorry. There's two different go-arounds. Yeah, the, yeah, we had the first fundraising event that we had was for, for eight courts, and then we, we did the second go-around for the additional three. So, anyway. How did the <laughs> conversations go in terms of asking the city to donate property? For, or to make property available at Burns Park? Uh, I didn't even ever ask them. I you just, didn't need to? I just, okay. I just came up with the idea and, 
And then when we suggested fundraising, um, I can't even remember whether it was Vance or whether it was Cole at that time, but they just said, we even have the perfect spot for it. I'm going, oh, good. great, good. let's go for it. And I mean, I thought it would have to be a new park or something. And they said, no, we can figure out a place here at, at Barnes Park. So it is absolutely the perfect location for it. it. Well, Tammy, it's just, it's amazing to me as you tell the story, because literally, you know how many people probably don't ever even, well, there really are a lot of people that don't even get close. Because it's so it's so overwhelming to think about fundraising. So your first goal was to raise how much money? Um, well, our first was just to, to raise half the funds okay. for eight to for, twelve courts, which was about and, how much? And so it was twenty five thousand per court. Okay. And so as we neared a hundred thousand and came and told the city council about it, they got really nervous about what their commitment was, mm-hmm. and they put a cap on how much the city would contribute as at 150,000. Okay. And so that was a little bit disappointing to us cuz we were going full you bore at that so point, hard. but we we just respected that and so um we just we had actually ended up with $25,000 in kind donations, the cement or concrete, I'm not sure Materials. how you, the yeah, and um a few things like that were 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 donated, were donated or at least at cost, so it saved saved us from you know, having to come up with that at last twenty five thousand. So we did our our commitment. We came up mm-hmm. with one hundred and twenty five thousand, and 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 then the city matched that. So I knew right away, though, that eight courts was not going to be enough. I just knew how popular it was at that time, and and um, so you went back to work. Yes, yeah, yeah. A lot of people were not happy about that either, but I and and when i approached the city again they said no we don't have it so i thought okay if we want it we're going to have to do it while while it's still hot mm-hmm. and yeah, while absolutely. people are still thinking about it so we went back just to the bricks and the the monument with the people's names on it and the courtside um granite marker and and we were able to do it probably within nine months or, or Is a that year how long from, it took? Yeah, probably the second That's go really around fast. probably the first go around it was maybe a year and three months or something like that so it went a lot quicker once we had momentum, and my committee met regularly and new ideas. And what do you attribute your success then to, aside from the fact that I mean, pickleball was very new at that point in time. So spreading the word, teaching—I guess it was just a combination of many things, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know if you have played pickleball much or if you're very much into it, but it is an incredible game that I am passionate about. It's not just a, a game that's fun. It's a life-changing game. I mean, it throws people, unlikely people, together. You have friends all over the community that you never would have crossed paths before. It doesn't matter what your political view is, what religion you are, what country you're from, what age you are. It just You just get together and you celebrate what you have in common. And once you get on the court and realize that, um, it's something I think that we all need deeply inside is friendships and and just to be able to go out there and gather people together. And um, I just think people were in love with the idea of that in our community. I, I do too. And the way that you've been able to bring the community together through the fundraising um, is incredible. I was at a meeting a couple of weeks ago with a bunch of mayors and the Davis County Chamber. And every city, every city had an opportunity to stand up and talk about their city. And pickleball courts, every single person, every single community mentioned 
pickleball courts. Well, we we have two, we have three, we have five. And it's just such a great way to bring people together. Like you said, it's so popular. Mm -hmm. And I remember when you were first talking about pickleball courts on Facebook, I didn't even really, I mean, my husband's aunt played pickleball years ago, but I really didn't even know what it was. And it's just been incredible to watch. It's yeah, it's grown. amazing. It's actually, it was invented in 1965. You never would have known time, that. Yeah, and it's just gotten uh, more popular as the time goes on. And especially during COVID time, 2020, thousands of new people picked that up because that was the only thing, along with tennis and golf, that people could actually do. And it just really has grown so much the last couple of years. And in, in, yeah. It, it really has. Mm -hmm. And to your credit, you brought pickleball to Kaysville. Now we have the outdoor courts, plus we have two private companies that are now doing indoor courts. So it's, grateful. It's we are incredible. so lucky. We are so lucky. Plus the indoor courts that we have over at the old fire station. Yes. And still um, going strong. one of my pickleball friends actually got permission from uh, some of the headquarters for the LDS, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, okay. to get lines put in church gyms really? when it was time for them to resurface their, their gym floors anyway. So you will find pickleball lines on almost all gyms in those churches throughout the state of Utah. That's we are fantastic. so lucky. Yes. And we still, we still need more places we to play. We still need more people. And that's the thing. That's what these other cities were talking about, how um, their you know, new communities, new developments are requesting pickleball courts. People want them. Residents love them. Yes. And to repurpose old tennis courts to pickleball. Yes. Because uh, tennis is wonderful as well, but pickleball is right. even more popular. Right, right. You know, when it first started out, when I had first heard about it, I first started playing, it just seemed to me like it was more appealing to the seniors, and there wasn't that many young people playing. And so uh, it, that's changed. It has. That has changed. My gosh. It's My grandchildren play. Um, we're getting pickleball in um, the high schools, in the in the junior high schools. So, yeah. It is really popular. I was going to ask you, so when you first decided to take this on as a project, have you, have you ever done anything like this in the past? Never. Really? Never. And I've been a stay-at-home mom my whole life. And have you ever been to a point in your life when you feel like you wanted to make a difference in the world? I have, yes. I, I, and I'm sure you have. That's why you're doing what you're doing. Well, but no, but I, I've had those moments yeah. where you're sitting there thinking, okay, I right. think that I can contribute. Right, right. Is that where you were at? Yeah. And when, when my kids all got into school full-time, I thought about that. And I did do a few things at that time. And, and, um, and, and I think I made a difference in small ways back then. This time, I was not doing that with that intention, other than just for selfish reasons. I thought, I don't want to go clear to Ogden or clear to Bountiful mm -hmm. and to play pickleball. I want them in, in our very own backyard. So, But as it went on, I did feel like it was something more that was much, not just for me. Absolutely, was, much bigger. Yeah, it was much bigger than more bigger than I, I ever will be. Yes. Well, and it's it's incredible because it has a legacy. It it'll be lasting. Correct. And you've changed the dynamics here in Caseville in such a positive way. I I'm not going to take credit for that. I'm well, going you to say, and your committee. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And stellar people that were right by my side every step of the way. But yes. But it does take that one person with the desire and the willingness to say, "Okay, I'm going to do this," to make it happen. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's a gift that keeps on giving over and over again. I cannot tell you how emotional I get sometimes when I go there and just see the courts full of people. The very first time that I drove to the courts in the evening after the eight, initial eight courts were built, 
I drove up, and all the courts were full, and I did not recognize anybody. I thought all of these people playing pickleball that I didn't even know. That's neat. That I didn't even know. So it's not just me and my friends. It, these are closet pickleball players that we didn't even know about. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you brought them together, yeah. and you've given them a facility, provided this opportunity. Tammy, it's a wonderful <laughs> thing, and I'm so grateful for you and so proud to know you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. I appreciate you. it. And I so appreciate the city uh, for being open-minded to that. Mayor Hyatt was so um, gracious and open-minded and willing to 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 offer positive comments about it. I know he didn't have a lot of say, but he offered positive comments in that and, and Vance Garfield from the very get-go and Cole Stevens. And I just so much appreciate the city and what they did because there's no way we could have done it without the land and without their help initially. And and then all of the people that donated that wanted it. I'm so grateful for all of them. So it wasn't me. It was everybody everybody working together to do something that's uh, a feather in the cap in, in here in Kaysville. Well, it is, and you're making me tear up, too, thinking about it, because this is what this is why we like living here. This is what mm -hmm. we love about our city. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's people like you that bring us together, so Thanks. thank you. Thanks, Mayor. Appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs>